Is this you? Do you get triggered? Now you can be triumphant and transform with the Cultivate Womanhood and Leadership course. Scan and book today. Join the Cultivate Womanhood and Leadership course. And follow Samantha Louise on social media. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest today, James Melanchek, calling in from Southern Florida today, where it's nice and toasty. And it's an honor to have you here. Welcome to the show, James. Uh, thanks, Barbara. I appreciate it. It's great to be here with you and Nicole. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, Nicole's going to read a short bio about you so the audience can get a little picture of who it is and what you do, and then we're going to get into some questions. Sounds great. James is recognized as one of the most requested in-demand business and motivational keynote speakers and marketing consultants in the world. He was featured on the hit ABC TV show, Secret Millionaire, and was twice named National College Speaker of the Year. James has delivered over 3,000 plus presentations for corporations, associations, business groups, colleges, universities, and youth organizations worldwide. James can speak for groups ranging from 20 to 30,000. Giving back is a part of James's life as he has raised over $1 million for various charities and organizations and has donated thousands of dollars of his own money to help others. As a speaker and marketing coach and consultant, James is behind the scenes go-to marketing advisor for many top speakers, authors, thought leaders, business professionals, celebrities, sports coaches, athletes, and entrepreneurs. He's recognized as the world's number one big money speaker, trainer, and coach. Welcome, James. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it very much. All right, let's get into the meat and potatoes here because you uh, are. Let's so roll up the sleeves. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're a very successful speaker, James. I, I don't think you were born that way, but something in there was probably, you know, dri driven you from that time on. But, you know, we have a lot of guests on here who are speakers, are looking to become speakers. So can you share with the audience, you know, how you started speaking and what they can do to kind of get over that little nervousness? Because from what I've always understood for the last umpteen years, people would rather die than get on stage and talk, right? Yeah, isn't, isn't that amazing, right? It is. Yeah, they would rather be lying in the casket than giving the eulogy, <laughs> right? So, no, I, uh, I grew up in a very tiny steel mill town outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, a town called Manesson, about 6,000 great folks. And we didn't have much growing up. Dad worked in the steel mill. Mom was a lunch mother serving lunches to us kids. And um, I got out of the steel mill town by accepting a basketball scholarship. I had some big dreams and goals. And so I thought I had to leave the town in order to do that. So I took a basketball scholarship. And long story short, I blew my knee out playing. I thought I was going to play pro basketball. And I blew my knee out and ended my career with one twist. So I moved to uh, Los Angeles. And I started my career as a stockbroker, which I always kind of wanted to do. And I did pretty good my first year and uh, 
won a couple of awards and I got a phone call one day and it was from a guy who said, hey, my son uh, kind of works with you and he's telling me like some of the stuff you're doing at a young age and I'd like for you to come and talk to my, my employees. And I said, well, I don't do that. I don't, I'm a, I'm a financial advisor. And he said, no, 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 we want you to come talk. You only have to talk for like 40 minutes. I said, well, sir, thanks, but I don't, I don't do that. I don't speak, and I don't even know what that means. And he said, well, we'll pay you $5,000. I said, buddy, I speak. I speak. <laughs> Mama didn't raise no fool. <laughs> Someone wants to pay you to talk. You shut up and take the money. <laughs> yeah, isn't that a fact? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and I didn't. That's what that was my first talk. I, I didn't know what I was doing. I it just sort of fell in my lap, and I was terrible. I uh, went and like read it word for word, uh, wrote it, typed it all out, read it word for word, and then um, he afterwards he said, "Boy, that was great." I'm like, "What was he watching? That was not great." <laughs> and so he said, "Hey, I'd like to have you come speak two more times." And I'm like, hey, "You're gonna pay me that?" that $5,000 again? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, what? And so then I have a friend who uh, is actually kind of a celebrity and he was in speaking at the time. And he explained the speaking industry about me uh, to me. And I was just blown away. I had no idea that it was even a profession and a career and that people could get compensated for helping people and sharing information and making a difference in people's lives. And and to kind of round the story out, I'm, I'm the type of person, you only need to slap me in the head with a two by four one time and I can catch the message. And I said, I'm going to do this. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it. And that's sort of how I got started. See, that's amazing because, you, you know, we talk a lot about abundance and manifesting. Yeah. And if yeah. you're going to manifest, you have to take the opportunity presented in front of you, right? You know, the opportunity yeah. was there. You took it. You, you're either going to win or lose, but you still made that money you still tried it out you still spoke to the audience and it's something that was near and dear to your heart it was what was working for you well i just thought it was the greatest thing you know that you get to help people and you get to talk right <laughs> and like like to, to even think my words this this little little kid from a steel mill town could actually impact somebody's life for for years and generations it just, I was like, wow, this is like the coolest thing ever, you know? And, and so, yeah, I said, I'm going to dive into this full boat and roll up the sleeves and figure out how to do that. I don't know what I'm doing, but uh, I'm going to figure it out. And, right. and I, and I didn't figure it out. I actually was so <laughs> broke. I ended up, I did, I did the dumbest thing ever, right? I quit my job. <laughs> you don't quit your job, <laughs> but you know, I got paid to talk and I'm like, uh, well, I am quitting my job. This is great. I mean, this is just going to follow the sky all day long. This is easy. And nobody called. Nobody. And so I was, I got to be so destitute that I was working in a video store, making $7 an hour, eating more top ramen noodles and pasta with spaghetti sauce diluted with water than you can imagine. I did that for three years, by the way. And, and it just, it, it dawned on me that I don't really know what I'm doing here him i'm just kind of winging it so that but that's how i got started i i had this high and then i quit my job which is dumb and then i like hit the low <laughs> <laughs> well how did you get past that you know the highest paying paying 
uh, speaking skill in the world. How do you how do you get past that that point where you're like, okay, I'm now I'm stuck. I I jumped in, you know, feet first, and I was ready to go. Thought I was going to hit the ground running, you know, and it didn't work. I fell on my face. What do you do now? Yeah, that old. Well, first of all, I figured out that old uh, quote and line is a lie. Jump, and the net will appear. Well, I jumped. There was no net. <laughs> And I, I fell down and smashed my face. <laughs> well, so I had a mentor, right? We all have coaches, mentors, folks that uh, speak into our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our spirits. And and I, I was on the phone with a mentor of mine. And uh, he said, well, and I was telling him my woes me story. And he said, well, you know that this is a business. It's no different than anything else. It's like a flower shop. If you run an ad, it's like an internet business. It's like a grocery store. And you still have to go out and get business. Actually, that's why for my company, Big Money Speaker, the logo is a coin. Because I always tell folks there's two sides to the coin. On the one side, we have our message, our story, our how-to information, making a difference, serving, uplifting folks. But then on the flip side of the coin, the second side, we have this thing called the business. And so once you know, first part of all transformation is awareness. When you're aware of something, you can transform that fast. But if you're not aware of something, you can't transform. So because I became aware of the fact that, oh, this is actually a business and I actually have to get clients. (laughs) What a noble idea. (laughs) And so I just became uh, ferocious at learning. I didn't have any money. So I used to sit in a bookstore uh, Barnes and Noble, the Barnes and Noble on Colorado Avenue in Old Town, Pasadena. I remember it like it was yesterday. And I used to sit there every Friday night, Saturday night, Sundays I would go to church and then I'd go back to the bookstore and I literally would sit on a couch and I would devour every book I could or listen to audios in the store because I didn't have money to buy the books and the, and the audios to take with me. So I would sit there every weekend and I would listen to books on like you know, how to get business, how to build a business. And and because I really looked at it as I am running a business, I'm creating a business. I'm not just some guy that talks and gets paid. And so when I did that and I started understanding, oh, I can have the most impactful message in the world, but if I don't know how to build a business and get bookings, I'm going to be broke. And once I learned that, I just started reading and studying and learning and going to everything and speaking for anybody who would say yes. And, and I mean, that means three people falling asleep in the basement of a church in their Salisbury steak dinner, no one listening. And yeah, but I would just talk to anybody because I just wanted to get going. And, but then I then started to pick up and I started figuring out, oh, I get it. I know how to do this now. But it was when I made the commitment to learn the flip side of the coin. See, I love that. I, I've spent many uh, a night in the coffee shop for $3 for the coffee and all the books I could get to because you can't drink the coffee in the library. But seeing yes. people and talking to people and doing the research and you're there, that's that's the point of it. But you had faith and trust that that it was going to happen and that you're going to drive it home. And and But you're serving. You're serving others by sharing your voice and your information. And hopefully it sank into some people and they appreciated that that point of what you did. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it was, it was like Cortez when he invaded, this, invaded Spain. He burned the ships. Why? No other option. I had no other option. It was either that or keep eating top ramen noodles, you know, and working in the video store. So I, I, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm – Here's what I equated it to. I said, you know what? I didn't know how to ride a bicycle at one time. And I was scared and nervous to get on that bicycle because it was new. 
this is just part of the process right now. I'm scared and nervous because I don't know the outcome of this whole speaking thing, but that's okay. It's just part of the process. Same way it was new when I learned to ride a bike, when I learned to drive a car, I went through that period of nervousness and being scared. And this is just part of the process. I'm going to just keep going, keep persisting, keep learning. And eventually it's all going to click for me. I don't know when it might be next month, might be six months, a year from now, but it's going to click at some point and I'm going to get it. And I did. And when I did, Oh, I was booking a hundred some talks a year, paid talks a year, 150. I did 157 locations, my best year ever. And sometimes I was um, booked six, seven times, three times at different locations. So I probably did about 300 talks one year, all paid checks for that. So when it clicked, it clicked, but it was that commitment, keeping the faith, faith over fear, keeping the faith, staying committed, burning the ships, and I'm going to make this happen. I don't know what I'm doing, but if you focus on the how, you'll talk yourself out of it. Keep the how out of it, James. Focus on the end result that you, and matter of fact, I'll tell you what I did. The last thing to wrap this up, I found a picture of Zig Ziglar. Zig was my, uh, the famous motivational speaker. I was like, oh man, he's so inspirational. And I took a picture of Zig and I went outside of the video store and I used something. Okay, now I'm going to date myself. I use something called a Polaroid camera. <laughs> Talk to kids today. They're like, what the heck's a Polaroid camera? And, I, and it, it spit out the picture and I cut my head off and I taped it to the picture of Zig Ziglar's body. And Zig was on stage in front of like 20,000 people. And I went in a video store and I had like nickels and I made copies of it. And I taped it to the dashboard of my car. I taped it on my bathroom mirror. I taped it on my refrigerator. I taped it to the uh, door of my apartment because I wanted to start seeing where I was going. I mean, yeah, I'm right here now in this video store eating Top Ramen noodles, but this isn't where I'm staying. That's where I'm going. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but if I focus on the how, I'll quit and talk myself out of it. I need to stay focused on the visualization of where I'm going, and I'm going to be on that stage in front of 20,000 people. I just haven't figured out how to do it yet. And that's literally what I did. I manifested it. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. And it's so true in every aspect of life, right? Is, is don't sabotage yourself. And you know, the how will come. You just have to have that driving force. Your why has to make you cry, right? And, and just stay focused, like you said, on that outcome regardless of, you know, what it is, you know, and, and like you said, manifest it. And that is so cute, you know, cutting out the picture and, but it's that visual because the brain, you know, picks that up and says, well, that's real. You yeah. know, so the programs, you know, are real. So let's talk a little bit about programs and now what are some of the old dead myth about becoming a speaker you know that scare people it's like oh i can't do that because 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 right what are some of those those challenges and things that you had to come over and that others may you know be in that same boat of having to overcome yeah well the first one is that you actually have to be a good speaker <laughs> i mean i used to think i had to be a professional orator a good presenter you know stay in the frame don't put your arm out you stay stay in the square you know and walk in a v right and and make sure you have eye contact with everyone <laughs> and use hand gestures and i used to do all that stuff 
and I would forget what the heck I was supposed to talk about. Like literally, I would freeze up like, oh man, and I would just make stuff up because I didn't know what I was, because I was so robotic and thought I had to be a presenter, right? Heard a guy speak one time. He was speaking to 3,000 speakers of an, a, a national speaker group. And I listened to an old uh, recording of him and he said this and I, man, it just changed my whole perspective. He said, all speaking is, is you have something to say to help people and you just simply get in front of them and say it to help them. And then he went on to say, I don't worry where my hands are. He said, I don't worry that I have a lisp and speak with a lisp. He said, I've got a message in my heart that I want to share to help people. And I just stand up and tell it to him. And I went, oh, yeah, man, he hit the bullseye there. And that, from that day forward, I never once ever to this day, all these years, 20 some years later, never worried about where my hands are, never worried if I laugh too much, never worry if I sweat all over the audience because I'm all excited. Like, I don't care about any of that. I have a message that helps people and I get in front of them and share it to help them in some way. And I think it's worked pretty good because I've done now 3,000 some paid presentations in my career. So all that stop worrying about being like a professional orator thing seemed to work pretty good. So that's the first myth, you know, is that you have to be this, you know, stoic, poised, professional presenter and not like be yourself. And I tell folks all the time when I coach them, I said, look, you need to be goofy. You're so goofy as a person and you're so much fun. But then you get up in front of an audience and you like, do what I did, and you become this stoic, robotic thing, right? So just be yourself. You spent your entire life being you. Don't change now because you want to talk in front of people. Actually put more of you into it, and you will actually attract people more and faster. So that's the first thing. The second thing that uh, I think is a big myth is believing that just because you have a message that you will actually get booked and paid. And that's what I believe. And remember, there's that flip side of the coin, this thing called the business. We got to get to people who have decision-making power, who have budgets, and who can say yes and bring your awesome message in front of their group. So those are a couple myths that I think universally people run into because I know I went through those. Thank you for sharing that because it's so true. And I, I love how you describe that. You know, here you are, this robot. And we do, you know, and, and it's interesting. I've I've watched some of the speaker training classes and they, they teach you how to be this, you know, like you say, robot. And it's like, uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and because I've been one of those, you know, it's when you're authentic, people then say that person's real. Mm -hmm. You know, and you come from the heart, like you said, right? And just really share that deep down message that someone needs to hear. And if they're busy watching you be this robot, and then you're, you're monotone and everything like this, right? No, he's going to listen to you. They'll all be sleeping, like you said, in their steak, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I always say no one wants to see heroes, legends, and professional orators. You know who people want to learn from? People like you, Nicole, you, Bev, like me, average everyday people, right? Exactly. And we don't act robotic when we're our normal selves. So I tell people, just be yourself up there. Unless you're pretty much a jerk, then you might want to change. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Because, you know, there's a few of those around. But uh, it, laughter 
makes the world go round. And it's elevating. You know, I work a lot with the frequencies, right? And, and if you're going to give that, you want people elevated, you know, because they're looking for hope. They're looking for direction. They're looking for something different. What, what is it that you're doing different that I need to do different to get out of this, like you said, eating ramen noodles, right? And working for seven bucks an hour. And and again, uh, some of these speakers, and especially in the spiritual, you know, avenue, you see a lot of people saying, you know, the practitioners that, oh, well, I can't charge a lot of money because, you know, I, it, I'm spiritual. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because to me, that's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so a couple of things. I want to touch on something you said, like we're giving hope. I love that because I, I, I tell people this all the time. You got to remember, most people have their hope tank on E. And it's our job with what we do. We don't have to be speakers to do that. But it's our job, I believe, on, on Earth here to put the hope back into people's hope tanks and give them encouragement that they can get through things or they can do what they want to do in life. So I love what you said about hope because I'm huge on that. And I truly, I meet people all the time and their hope tank is just running on empty. You know, and we all get that way. You know, it's like a gas tank. We all got to get refueled, recharged, and re-energized because it always gets low. No matter who you are, I don't care if you're tall or short, rich or poor, young or old, male or female. I don't care where you came from. I don't care where you're going. Everybody's gas tank gets low, right? So I love that. So thank you for saying that because it reminded me about, you know, we're so aligned with that, you know, putting the hope back into folks. But um I just went blank. I went on the hope thing for a second and I missed your question. <laughs> <laughs> I just went blank. Oh, what makes me different? So <laughs> sorry about that. I got off on the tangent. You bring me back, reeling back. <laughs> um, well, so I think the thing, there's a couple things. One, I really come at this from a business standpoint because I remember when I didn't, how uh, broke I basically was trying to live my dream. You know, and so the, the reason it's called big money speaker is because we teach them all about the business of it, right? I say, look, how many of you have ever sat down on a, on a couch and shared with a child some words of wisdom? And everybody puts their hand up. I said, how many of you, like I, used, I grew up sitting on a porch talking with our neighbors and we would tell stories. I mean, we still do it. I go back to the small town. I'll sit around with the neighbors and say, hey, you remember that time when... And then we'll tell stories. So I always ask, how many of you have ever told stories to people like friends? And everybody's handled up. I'll say, well, how many of you have ever had coffee or tea, you know, or maybe a juice or something with a friend who was going through a tough time and you gave him or her some advice to maybe help them? And everybody's hand goes up. I said, so you already got the message. I mean, it's the same stuff. It's not like you change now because you do a presentation. You're the same stuff you would share with people that you love and care about. You're just sharing it to a group of folks or through a, a virtual situation. I said, so you already got the message. So could we spend the next four days of this event on the flip side of the coin and let me teach you all this business stuff so that you can really make a difference, make an impact and uh, leave a legacy and really crush it financially and do well for yourself. Would that be okay? 
So that's I'm what in. makes it different. <laughs> yeah. I spent four days. It's a four-day boot camp. I spent four days on teaching the business of it because nobody taught me that when I was starting out. And that's what I'm trying to save people from. And everything from, hey, here, here are all the people. If you want to speak for youth groups, here are all the people uh, who book for youth groups, and here's how to find them. If you want to speak for adult groups, here's all the people, and here are all the websites to find them. If you want to speak for university and college students, you want to speak in the faith-based or spiritual market, here's how you find all the people who make the decisions on who they're going to pick and pay. See, that is a business technique skill strategy that is teachable right? Uh, hey, here are three budgets that every organization has. So if you have, uh, let's say, a book or something, and you mention one of these three budgets, they have money that they can pull out of those budgets and buy a copy of your book to give to everybody within their organization. That's how I've sold tens of thousands of books. See, that's what makes me a little different is I teach the real business side of stuff that I had no clue existed when I started. I thought if I just had that first side of the coin, the message, the information, the how-to advice, the caring, the sharing, that magically those checks would just keep falling in my lap like that first gentleman. <laughs> and nothing could be further from the truth. So I think what makes me a little different is I really focus on the business stuff and real tangible nuggets. I always say I'll give you more nuggets on a per-minute basis than you'll get in all the other seminars you've ever gone to combined. And, and they're like blown away. So challenge me. If I don't do that by the first lunch break on day one, come up to me, we'll give you a refund and you can still sit through the entire four day seminar for free. If I don't deliver on that promise and give you more tangible little nuggets that you can use, like, hey, here, here are three budgets. Tell them about these budgets. Here are the, the website. Like, if I don't give you tangible things like that, come up and I don't deserve your tuition. Come up, I'll give you a refund. You can still sit through the entire four days and you don't, you don't have to pay anything. And See I've that? never had one, one refund ever. <laughs> wow. I, ever. I love, that's, that's amazing because you're giving people tangible stuff, tangible things, actual strategy to go do it. Go do it. Go try it. Go do it now. How many seminars or how many classes that I've watched that it's like, okay, I don't get this. It's not always... I'm past that frustration of getting on the stage or speaking somewhere. Now, what do I do? It's, it's the tangible little bits that have to count in that business management. This, this is absolutely, is this what got you on, on, on The Secret Millionaire? Is this what puts you on TV, featured it, in ABC? Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Um, so how this happened, it was really it's such a blessing. You know, sometimes we have paths and blessings in our lives that we never thought saw coming you know maybe in some way we created a manifestation of it but i mean i never saw this coming so how this happened was uh a mutual friend who to this day i still don't know who the person is so i can't thank them but a mutual friend of myself and of the producer the head producer recommended me to the producer and to this day i don't know who it is and the and the producer can't remember the exact person. So I, she can't even tell me so I can properly thank the person, but they have no idea what they did by just saying, Hey, you ought to look at my friend James. Right. And so, uh, and, and they called me or actually they sent in an email and they always hide their identity. They never tell you when it's ABC, CBS, NBC, or Fox. 
with a major show because they don't want people just like jumping to get on TV to showcase themselves or their business. So they hid it behind um, a, a, a production company name like XYZ Production Company. And the show was hidden too. It wasn't called Secret Millionaire. It was called, uh, I think it was called Helping Hands and it was a documentary. So they sent this email in and my assistant and uh, said, hey, I got this email. And I said, oh, I'll just email them and tell them I'm not interested. Like literally that fast because, you know, everybody's a producer nowadays, right? You get a business card printed up at Vista Print, it says producer, and now everybody's a producer of a TV show, right? And so I said, ah, I'm not interested. I'm kind of doing what I do. I do speaking and then I help others do it. And so um, they ended up staying persistent for the next week. And so, and then they started calling. And so I said, you know what, Cindy, Cindy's my assistant. I said, give me the phone number. I'll call the person back because they'd mentioned that a mutual friend recommended me. So I said, yeah, let me call them back and very nicely say, thank you, but I'm not interested. In case they ever ask the mutual friend, I don't want them to say, well, he blew us off, right? So, so I called them back and I noticed something. They were like, very pleasant to talk to. Remember, I think it's some documentary thing that some guy out of his apartment's doing. <laughs> right? and, so, and I said, thanks so much for thinking of me. I'm just not interested. And he, and he just kept talking. And I was like, well, that's interesting. He just like didn't take no for an answer. Then like we're 15 minutes into it. And he goes, man, you sound great. I said, but I told you I'm not interested in doing this thing. So could you just talk to my boss? I said, look, I'll talk to your boss if that makes it easier. And I'll explain to him or her that this is not something for me. And so the boss gets on the phone and uh, we're talking and, and I noticed she's very pleasant to talk to. Next thing you know, it's 20 minutes. I'm still on the phone with her. And I'm like, wow, like I kind of like talking to her, but I don't want to, I don't want to part any, any part of this. I got to go. And she said, well, we need to tell you something. We are not XYZ production company. We are actually ABC television. And the show's not called Helping Hands, and it's not a documentary. It's called Secret Millionaire, and it's a reality TV show that we're bringing over here from the UK. And I'm like, yeah, right. Who put you up to this? Like, I think my cousin's playing a joke on me or something, right? Like, why would ABC television call me? <laughs> and so um, she said, uh, can we come and meet? with This was a Friday. She said, can we come to your house and meet with you on, on Monday? And I'm like... You, you got to show me some credentials. I'm just not letting you in my house. I don't like, I was so like standoffish because I think it's someone messing with me. Right? And sure enough, Monday they came and I'm just not believing them. They're in my house for like two hours and I'm sitting there like this. I'm waiting for candid camera to come out. Like, you know, my cousin to say, gotcha. You right? so, got punked. So just, yeah. Like I got punked. Yeah. And I'm just not buying it. And so we're like two hours into And so Leslie, the producer, literally gets up from the table or from around my desk, comes around and grabs my arm and says, look at me in my eyes. I said, I'm sorry, what? She said, look at me in my eyes. I said, okay. So I looked in her eyes and she said, I give you my word that we are from ABC television. This is a real thing and we're not going to hurt people. We're going to help people. We really like you. You should do this. And I just believed her. I believed when I looked into her eyes that she was a good soul. And I believed she was telling the truth. And I have to tell you, amazing, amazing. She's one of my dearest friends to this day. Good soul. You know, they say people in Hollywood don't have souls. Like somebody said, hey, why don't you do chicken soup? I, I, I've helped out with chicken soup for the soul with Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen. I used to grade the stories and I've co-authored books with them. And uh, somebody said one time, why don't you do chicken soup for the Hollywood soul? And I said, well, because people in Hollywood don't have souls. 
But Leslie has a good soul. And everything she said was 100% true of when I looked into her eyes of what she said. And, and that's how I did it. And it was one of the greatest <laughs> blessings ever in my life. <laughs> that's, that's so much better than getting punked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It was so much better than my cousin calling me. I got you. <laughs> got you this time. That was a good one. <laughs> They're still yep. very persistent. Very persistent joke. Yeah. And then, like, like we said earlier, 50 million Plus, oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's, 50 that, that's million. Amazing. You know how many people that is? That's, that's, that's a lot a, of people. <laughs> that's a lot of people. It's more than fingers and toes, right? You I, I get hit up all the time through social media like, hey, I'm in Australia. I just watched you on the secret mill. Hey, I'm in South Africa and I just saw you on the secret mill like all the time. Like, I can't, 30, 40 countries now. I've been in like basketball arenas watching basketball, NBA basketball games, people tap me on the shoulder, 18,000 people, somebody tapping me on the shoulder. Hey, aren't you that secret millionaire guy? Yeah. Can we take a picture? It's crazy. It's unbelievable. Crazy. That, that's amazing. And you, you took that, you took the faith and you said, Hey, you know what? I can see into her soul. I can look into this person. I can trust her and I can be part of this. And sometimes we don't listen right? It's right in our face, our opportunities in our face. And it's, and we're like, no, stop. But you, well, you know, there's so okay. much scamming type yeah. stuff, scummy stuff that goes around that, you know, where I think we're all kind of standoffish and, you know, I'm like, well, why would somebody put me on it? ABC primetime, eight o'clock Sunday night on ABC TV. Why? Why? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and the, the point is, is you still tried it out. She was persistent yeah. and you still still welcomed her in and said, hey, I'm going to check this out for myself and see what this really is. And an opportunity of a lifetime to lead she you on this one path. One of my best friends forever. I'll do anything for her because she literally, it was her. It was, and, and you know, even, and I think on a deeper level, you know what it was and you all with your great show and the work you do will appreciate this. She's just a great soul. And I really appreciate the fact that that soul of a human being entered my life and that we're now still friends all these you know, years later. So that's, that's what I appreciate most of all about it. And to be able to work with somebody that, that you can trust and vibe with and have that energetic connection and, and have that confidence. And, it, and we don't always meet these people day to day, but when they come into our life, we want to keep them in our life and do anything that we can for them to serve them as much as they served us, right? And she served you. She she gave you that uh, with heart and soul. Oh and yeah, that, yeah. And that and that has to have made you just crush it in your business and say, you know what? I've got this support group. I've got this great support group that I can trust and be part of and have fun with, and and. Absolutely. And in business, you know, it, it comes with that business with a heart. And that's what we talk about is, is, is how are you serving one another and how are you serving your clients? What's the best way to do that? And part of that is, is making money and, and being able to share that and being on TV, you can share it with 50 million people. Well, you know what I told her when, when I, I she said, look in my eyes and I said, you know what? Okay. I'm going to do this because I believe you. And you know, uh, and, and then she showed me a trailer of the show and I'm like, wow, I'm like, is this for real? Like, this is what it, the essence is going to be. And I said, you know what? We, and I literally told her this. I said, we can put the hope back into people's hope tanks. This is bigger than a show. 
This is bigger than a show. This is a movement. This is a, a spirit, right? This goes around the world because we all go through this. Like we're all down on our luck and we all need, it doesn't have to be a, a, a quote unquote millionaire writing a check to financially help somebody. We all need to be lifted up with words, with uh, a shoulder to cry on, time, you know, to let someone lending an ear or time, you know, to listen to us. So, I mean, we can, we can create secret millionaires all over the place. They don't have to write checks to people. And so then I was very gung ho after that. Yeah. It's, it, 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 it's, it's what a blessing to be able to speak that oh. and, and to walk that walk and to be part of it and take that, that path and see that light. And, and that's what that motivation is, right? That that's the drive of speaking from the stage or what we do in, on our show on 360 wisdom speaks. It's to collaborate with one another and how, how can we build people? Uh, to their strength, to their power, to their bring in their superpower, and 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 do that, and get them on that track, and move them forward, right? And and you even do that. You even talk about, you, you know, if you would please share uh, how people can speak and get on that fast track to getting paid to speak. Yeah. Well, first thing is to always remember there's two sides, right? You have something you want to say that will help folks, and and in that department, if you will, I will say this, that where I see a lot of folks who want to get paid to speak mess that up, and I did big time, is they think it's about them when they're delivering the message. And it's not about us. When we deliver the message, it's about the people we're delivering the message to. And so a lot of times folks don't get off to a fast start because they make the message all about I, me, we are us instead of making the message about you and your you know so they're here we're here for the audience we're here to serve the audience we're here to help them impart some you know wisdom that hopefully gives them not information but transformation right so that they can actually take what we say and go out and actually be better in some way whatever the topic is whether it's you know manifestation spirituality real estate Internet marketing doesn't matter. The topic doesn't matter. It matters that we are actually giving them two things, story, our story, but then this is how you relate it back to the audience, giving them steps that they should learn from the story that they can now go take and follow in order to transform their own life. See, so many people just get caught up in their story, Right. And that and coordinators who actually book speakers and control budgets to pay speakers, they don't want you up there talking about yourself the whole time. They want you up there giving transformation to their audience. They, they care about this. They don't actually care about our story and about us. They care about how will what you're going to share transform our audience so that at the end, they're better. So that's the first thing. If you can remember that from the first side of the coin, which is the message, the story, the impact, that when we do that, say we think if we just tell our story that the audience makes that connection. Well, that's not the way if you study neuroscience and brain-based learning, that's not the way our brains work. Okay, what the, what the brain hears is, oh, I'm glad he made it through or I'm glad that everything worked out for, you know, for her. All right, now let me go get a sandwich. 
<laughs> right? right? And then, but when you simply bridge it by saying, okay, now let me share what this means for you and a couple of ideas that you might want to take away that will help you to improve your life. See, now all of a sudden, uh, antennas go up because here comes the benefit for me. And, and you know this, everybody listens to one radio station and one radio station only, WIIFM, what's in it for me. So make your presentation about you. Tell your story, but then bridge it. And here's how you bridge. I call it the bridge to the heart. One simple line that you say, what this means for you is. And then that's the bridge that goes to people's heart that wakes them up because here comes the benefit for me. And then you give them steps to follow. And you only give them three, four, or five steps. Anything more is way too much for the brain to absorb and they instantly forget it. Three, easy to follow. Four, easy to follow. Five, easy to follow because most people have five fingers on a hand. So don't go over five. So you could do one, two, like I did two sides of the coin. Two, real easy for the brain to remember. You could do three, you can do four, you can do five, no more than five. Now here's the other technique that will help for a fast start and help the audience not only remember you, but help the audience wanna tell you, tell uh, about you to others. So when I said there's two sides, right, it's a coin, two sides of the coin. What I did was I anchored a picture in your mind to the point I was teaching. Therefore, your mind will always remember it. So if you do like two, then you just use a coin analogy. If you do three, you say, you know, it's like a triangle and each of the three is a point of the triangle. If you do four, you say, you know, it's like four quadrants, like four boxes, a.k.a. Rich Dad, Poor Dad did that, by the way, four quadrants in the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. If you have five, you do it like a star, and each point of the star is one of the five. And now that anchors it to an image, because Walt Disney said people think in images, okay? And if you study brain-based learning and neuroscience, that makes the brain learn and also remember and recall it. Okay, so you simply attach it to an image. And then when I do one, I just go like this, one. I got one little idea. Everybody hold up one finger and go like this. How many ideas? One. So always anchor your message to a, um, uh, a couple of steps. One, two, three, four, five. Anchor it to an image. Don't go over five. That's the first part. The second part on the flip side of the coin, the business side, there's only one thing that actually matters in speaking. All these years, all these mistakes <laughs> and all these little uh, successes I've had, I've really narrowed it down that there's one little thing, see, finger, one little thing that matters. Forget everything else about the business of speaking. This is all you got to remember. You must get to the people who make the decisions on who's going to speak on the challenge, on the summit, or live at an event. No matter what type of demographic or group, you must get to that decision maker and you must get them to pick you. Everything else is irrelevant. You can have the greatest website in the world. You could have the slickest marketing brochure in the world. You could have 37 books that you wrote. None of that matters unless you can get to the person who makes the decision and convince that person that you should be in front of their audience. So if you will just remember those two things, yeah, I think you get off to a really fast start. If I was starting over, that's all I would focus on. And that's what I teach my students that I coach and help. I say, look, here's the two things you need to, to focus on. And it's very, they're going to like, that's it? Like, I don't have to have all these like 432 things everybody else teaches. No, two simple things. 
Do simple things. And we're going to get real good at those. And watch how you go through the roof with bookings. So that's what I would suggest. Well, I was going to ask you to leave three tips for the audience. <laughs> I, I think you already did that. It's like, <laughs> he's reading my mind. Right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and that's what we like to do with this show, you know, after the conversation is to have that speaker leave, you know, three takeaways that sure. the audience can actually incorporate as soon as they walk away from the show to help give them, like you said, hope or direction or guidance. You know, we, we look at the word entrepreneur. Everybody's an entrepreneur. But what does that mean? It's just a word. And it sounds good, but they have no idea what the business aspect of it is. So what you're teaching there is absolutely great. I mean, it's what is needed because everything is a business. And business is a system. And when you follow a system, it works. And you know what a system stands for, right? S-Y-S-T-E-M, save yourself time, energy, and money. There you go. Yeah, I heard it from the expert. Right? <laughs> I can give a quick little three, uh, like in one minute, I give a quick little three that might be helpful for folks. Go right ahead. Okay, so this is generic for the entrepreneur. How about that? Not just like a, somebody wants to speak, okay? Um, I try to keep things simple for myself. You know, I'm not a real smart dude. I grew up in a tiny town. I ranked 107 in a class of 114 when I graduated from the tiny little school in my tiny little uh, community. So it's not like I was absolutely brilliant or anything. So I try to keep things simple for myself. And so these are three things that I follow and every single day. And it just kind of keeps my train on the right track. The first thing I think that it takes to be uh, successful in anything is mindset. I'm not talking about positive, wishful, pie-in-the-sky thinking, I'm, think, I'm talking about as an entrepreneur, changing the way you think on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. But that's not enough because there are a lot of people that share that, right? That's the first part of the triangle, right? The second part is skill set. You actually have to learn skills to do things as an entrepreneur. If I'm in real estate, I can shift my mindset and have a great entrepreneurial mindset, but if I don't go out and learn skills, if I don't learn lease options, if I don't learn how to rehab, if I don't learn how to flip properties, if I don't learn contracts, see, those are skills. I can't be successful in real estate without those skills, okay? So it's not just mindset. That's the first part. The second part of the triangle is skill set. We have to go out and get skills, okay? But that's not enough. There's a third part that's missing. It's mindset. It's skill set. And then number three, it's get off your assets and do something. <laughs> like put it in motion. <laughs> because if you don't use the, the new mindset and the new skill set, then you'll always be where you've always been and you'll always get the results you've always had. So don't complain. We actually have to put things in motion. So it's mindset, skill set, get off your assets. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> that you know that is so true and it's it's such words of wisdom and that's what 360 wisdom speaks is all about is speaking those words of wisdom and and it is the skill set and the mindset but none of that matters if you don't take an action right? yeah yeah so James, how do people find you oh man just look at america's most wanted you'll see me i'm number <laughs> i think i'm number four 
trying to work my way up. <laughs> so we just have to go to the post office? Yeah, 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 just look <laughs> at me. I've seen me on the post office <laughs> billboard. Yeah, I'm up there. <laughs> uh, I um, uh, Thank you. First of all, I, uh, I've been so blessed in my life. I've been teaching my big money speaker trainings for years, done extremely well, helped a lot of amazing people. And so I took what I've done in four days, starting at eight in the morning and going to midnight, like literally of all these nuggets of teaching for four straight days. And I said, you know what? I'm at this point in my life where I want to make a difference and leave a legacy. And so I did that by taking it and putting it into actually a book. Never did a book on speaking ever before. And so this is literally the nuggets and all the stuff like we gave here a little bit today and what I teach in four full days of me up there teaching for 12 hours or whatever. And I said, I'm going to just give it away for everybody. So if uh, it's a downloadable PDF. I put in a PDF format. We have the physical format, but you get the PDF completely free. I'm giving it to everybody who ever wants it. And I'm going to give that away for years and years. I'll keep updating it and things like that. And anybody can get a copy by just simply going to www.freespeakerbook.com. Free, very easy to remember, freespeakerbook.com. You just uh, download it from the website, put your email in, download it from the website, and boom, you got the book. And I'm telling you, if you do the things that's in the book, it will change your life. It's these little nuggets. It's the flip side of the coin, the business side of speaking. Oh, gosh. Thank you so much and for your generosity and for being here. And like we talked about, putting that hope coming from the heart and really understanding that this is a business. Life is a business. Life is a system. And there's strategies that make systems work only yeah. if you take the action. So, James, this has been such an honor having you here. I want to thank you so much for being here. And, Nicole, thank you for being here as well. And thank you, audience, for listening. We're going to go to that 50 million audience, right? 50 million and one at least, right? We get, at least one, we get one listener. We're a little bit better. No, thank you all for having me. You guys have been so sweet and kind, and I really appreciate it. And hope was able to share some ideas with your great, your great fans and listeners. Oh, we appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Right. We hope everybody gets off their assets after watching this. <laughs> Meet Samantha. It's all about womanhood and leadership. It's time to cultivate, commit, be positive, show passion. Join Samantha's course, Cultivate Womanhood and Leadership. Honoring your journey. Cultivate deeper awareness. Schedule now. Scan and book. Be a part of Cultivate.